All right, podcast here. You're listening, right? It's Howard Stern here. And I got to tell you, I mean, Robin, I'm not really into podcasts. Well, that's like all those people who used to be on cable access. Yeah. They thought they were They were on TV. <laughs> they would pay a company to put my TV. Hey, look, I'm on TV. No, you're not on TV. I mean, yeah, you're on TV, but nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> but Trenton Waves, it's not a podcast. This is a freaking experience. Frank and Christina Sasso are the best. The best thing since Transcendental Meditation. <laughs> the good people of Trenton deserve way better representation. Four members of the council are breaking the law. That's our daily situation. We don't need these people at the top who are only out for themselves. If the people of Trenton won't act now, our town will be a living hell. Let's focus only on the positives here at Trenton Waves. Can we ask you all to describe your dream city today? My dream Trenton would be without Kathy McBride and Robin Vaughn. Without Santiago Rodriguez and Sonia Wilkins, that's for sure. We won't let them ever defeat us. Your Trenton Waves with Frank and Christina. It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. Yeah. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. Okay, Trenton Waves, here we are, we're back again. We are uh, actually doing another candid episode. I'm, I'm a little I'm, out of it today, I don't know what's no, going no, on. No, 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 let's get excited, let's well, get excited. Thing. We just came off of the last show from right. uh, Mayor Reed. Mayor right. Reed was on, that was great. And it was an intense episode. Mm-hmm. Very informative. Very informative. Mm-hmm. I, I found out stuff I never knew. Mm-hmm. These shows have been really an eye-opener. And you know what's cool is... I get to hear them when we record, mm-hmm. and then I get to hear them when I edit it, mm-hmm. and then I get to hear them again just as a listener. And just to be clear, when you edit it, it's not like you're editing what he's saying. You're editing people coughing and like pauses, coughing, and like you know, a siren going by, siren, right. something I want to say off the air about somebody. Me, me, I totally talk about people. I don't care. <laughs> as far as educational, every single person we've had on, I've learned something not only about them but about the process in general and things that I didn't know. So I would encourage people to listen. People like, I'm not listening to anything so-and-so has to say. I'm like, well, you don't have to listen to that if you don't want to, but you can get an education about the process and how things work. I think that would be helpful. And what I'm learning, and this is no disrespect to the candidates, who I'm learning most from Mm -hmm. is Annette Latique, Mm -hmm. our correspondent guest, our election. What is she? I don't even know what to call him anymore. Except a badass she's, former Westwood Council woman. She is our candidate advisor. No, it's not she's, she's our candidate advisor? <laughs> I don't know. She's, what, she's telling I us what to vote I kind of like for? that correspondence. Thing. You yes, like that? Yes, yes, Although it's inappropriate. Can, yes. I like it. Yes. Right. Thanks for wasting okay. my homegirls with you. All right, now oh, he's talking. Oh. Everybody needs to calm down. Everybody just calm down. My homegirls. We're jumping in here. Dude, that went out like in the 80s. I think that went out in the 80s. Can everybody just stop talking? All right, let's get back on track. Who I'm learning most from is, I got to tell you, <laughs> our special correspondent, Annette Latigue, the yes. better former Westworld Councilwoman of the That's city right. of New Jersey. That's right. 
She is here with us today. But before we go over to her, I just want to review what we've learned so far in these past episodes. Okay. Number one, how much power the clerk actually has. Who mm-hmm. knew he had any power? We didn't. Nope. Knew nothing about his the power of the clerk. Right. Number two, zero-based budgeting we learned all about. Mm-hmm. Didn't know anything about that. We nope. also learned about how all spending goes through the council. Mm-hmm. We also learned about how all meetings should take place at City Hall. There shouldn't be any private meetings going on. No. Right? No. That has to happen in the appropriate place at City Hall with the appropriate people. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. We learned about the importance of council members having to be familiar with public contract law. Because mm-hmm. if you're not, you're not helping out. You're not helping the city any. Correct. If you don't even know what public contract law even is. Okay. I don't have to know what it is. I'm not a council person. Mm-hmm. Next, we learned about how executive sessions, they don't just happen during a public meeting. No. You're leaving the public waiting because you, you right. had some issue you had to take up with your right. uh, fellow like council you, person. You had to go and use the ladies' room. Right. Yeah. That, 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 right. No, no. No. Executive sessions happen when there's an emergency. Correct. When there's an issue going on that needs to be handled amongst the council. Because the other issues are on the docket and they're not a surprise. Right. Leave us out of it, council, <laughs> with your emergency executive sessions. <laughs> on the spot. Right. And mm-hmm. then lastly, when Mayor Reed was here, we learned about how unbeknownst to many in mm-hmm. the city, mm-hmm. city council people do not have a responsibility to fight with the mayor. <laughs> That's not your responsibility. That's the most right. ridiculous thing I've it's, ever heard in my life. It's actually counterproductive. Right. You should right. team up and work together. Right. You might not agree. You might not be friends or even like each other. Right. But you have to somehow get along and know, learn how to communicate with each other. Right. And that being said, I'm going to introduce to Podcastia, especially the Trentonian division of Podcastia, the guest host with the most, Miss Annette Latigue. Hello, Annette. Hey. hey. How's Welcome it going? back to your uh, seat there. It's good to be here. That's good uh, to have you here. I always feel better when you're here. Yeah, when Annette walks in, you know everything's going to oh be God. okay. Yeah. Thank God she's here. Oh, okay. here. Oh, thank Bring your checkbook <laughs> next time. Hey, I don't let my money do the talking. I let my mouth do the talking. Oh, boy. Hmm, how dare you. Okay, so great interview with the mayor, by the way. Mm-hmm. I really, I never heard it sound better. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Anyway, Annette, what nugget do you have for Podcastia's ears today? Podcastia land. <laughs> okay, drop land. It's just Podcastia. Hey, Podcastia. What I'd like you to know today is in the past, and for good reason, City Council met every Tuesday and every other Thursday. Not sure how often they're meeting now. However, I know not as much. What I can tell you is if they met more often, there might be less confusion as they'd have the opportunity to sit with one another and clear up some of the things they say they're not familiar with. So what are you saying? That they should meet every Tuesday and once? Every, once every other Thursday. Thursday. And, and every, every other Thursday. I mean, that's how that. you get the business of the city done. Are those executive sessions? No. No. So every Tuesday is where the council meets in the little room where you thought you were having a private meeting. <laughs> right. Yes, I thought I was invited right. to a special meeting. Christina. And then you had to burst my bubble and ruin my whole freaking day don't that time. Don't forget that, Christina. We're going to hold that against them. Yeah. You were a councilwoman yes. at the time. That's and right. You should have so said something to me had you thought I was doing something bad. Well, well, well you weren't. Well, excuse me, sir. What are you doing here? It's an executive session. You were supposed to be here. It wasn't an it was executive session. There you go. I still think it was an executive session. It was a public session. Right. Every Tuesday mm-hmm. was a public session. Okay. Every other in the small chamber where we became familiar with the docket, what was on it and what would be happening. And every other Thursday, we presented in the larger room okay. oh. to the public. Mm-hmm. They were welcome to the smaller meeting as well. Mm-hmm. But the smaller meeting was kind of, uh, here's the docket. Let's get familiar with it. You have any questions? And then we're going to go out into the larger session, explain it to the folks and vote. 
That sounds very oh, efficient. It does. was efficient. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean everybody always got along. Right. At least you know that everyone is on the same page. You have all have the same information in front of you. You've all d- discussed it in front of... No one's going, wait a minute. No one said that last week or it's right there. So it takes away the opportunity for anybody to suggest that they weren't familiar with what was going to be on the top. Exactly. Gotcha. You discuss it amongst yourselves with the department heads, whatever questions you have, problems or complaints. And as I did from time to time, when I disagreed, I simply didn't vote for it. Mm -hmm. But there was no fighting on the platform Mm -hmm. once we were on the dais Mm -hmm. dealing with the public. It's, hey, I disagree with this and why, and we move forward and they vote. It either failed or it passed. Gotcha. Right. Oh, good to know. I would like to actually see that come back, the frequency of the meetings. Every Tuesday, they're being paid. Mm -hmm. And of course, it's simply a stipend. It's not a paycheck. It's not meant to be. Mm -hmm. When you volunteer to serve, and that's exactly what you're doing, it's not for a paycheck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The stipend helps cover some of the expenses that you might incur moving about during Mm -hmm. your council duties and to give you the opportunity to work with an aide. Mm -hmm. And aid also gets a stipend. You get a stipend, and it helps to cover some of the costs incurred while you're in office. Gotcha. All right, so councils meet every Tuesday and every other Thursday, in other words, regularly. Right. I am suggesting that that is the best practice as it gives an opportunity to eliminate a lot of what happens on the dais. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Right. It's what we did during mm-hmm. my tenure, 12 mm-hmm. years, and it worked. Yeah. Doesn't mean we all come out agreeing. Right. It means that we don't all come out fighting. Right, mm. right. Well, you served three terms. I did. Did you wow. really? Seems like a lot terms. longer than that. Twelve <laughs> terms. You miss me, don't you? I we do, do miss you. We yes, do. I you do. You don't know how many calls I get telling me that. Oh, yeah. That's good. Miss me on that. Just go back. <laughs> no. Just do, what are you? What are you busy doing? A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. With that, we're ready to bring on the next candidate. Yes, can we? Here we go. <laughs> Okay, our next candidate is running for North Ward. That's right, the North Ward of the city of Trenton, New Jersey, Mr. Algernon Ward. Hello, Algernon. Welcome to the studio. How are you doing, Frank? We're doing very, very well here. Good to have you. Hi, Christina. Hi, Annette. Hello. Welcome. I'm pleased to be here. Fantastic. You have 10 minutes on the clock to explain your platform uninterrupted by us. You have the floor now. My name's Algernon Ward. My friends call me Algie and Al. I'll answer to any one of them. I'm also known as Algie the Great from the Garden State. Lives at 688. <laughs> well, Trenton, uh, we have an important election coming up, but we're all very concerned about our city. It's time for a change at City Hall. It's not functioning in the way that it was supposed to. And we all suffer from that. The city council has not performed up to the level that we expect. And the conflict that's going on there now has caused the city to not function in a rational way when it comes down to substance of what's good for the people in Trenton. Why am I running? I want to make sure that whoever represents the North Ward is a person that's competent to do the job and are committed to making sure that they represent all aspects of the North Ward, and they're courageous enough to speak up when it's time. Now, I'm known as an independent thinker. I come to a conclusion based on the facts in front of me. In fact, my professional life, I was a research scientist, and what that did was give me the opportunity to examine a question and come to an objective analytical result and then follow that to the rational conclusion. I don't invite the rest of us. By the way, no city councilman is going to come in and save the city by themselves. That's not going to happen. 
It takes the involvement of the entire community and a spirit of cohesiveness to work together to give whatever creative input you have to help the city. I'm inviting all citizens of Trenton to do what they can to help our city. Now, we can complain about various things like trash on the ground and all that. But if you get out there with a broom and sweep in front of your own house, you've done a lot for the city itself instead of complaining about having the the city public works and come and sweep the sidewalk for you. That's not going to happen. You have a, a responsibility to help yourself. I'll just lay out some of the things that are important to me. Of course, we're all concerned about our school, our education system, how to improve it, how to provide the best education we can. I'm happy to say that we've done a a lot for building new schools here in Trenton, a new high school, a few years old, brand new building. But what's taught in the school is what's key. The learning atmosphere is what's key. As a city councilman, I'll do my part to um, provide the kind of resources that are available for our schools. But The city school board has a role to play. The council is represented through the school board of estimate, and we have representatives on that to express our views. But it all comes down to parents. I can't raise your kids for you. I can sit on city council, but you have to prepare them for school. You have to teach them how to behave in school. No city council person or school board or even the teacher can do that. I'm calling on parents in the city of Trenton to be parents, attend school board meetings and take an interest in your kids. Not that many of you don't, but it's something that we need to stay on top of. Uh, I want to enhance police services here in the city of Trenton. One of the big things I'm on is uh, foot patrols. I've been after that for many years, and we're still not able to get the policemen to get out of their car. So they, number one, form a relationship with the people who they're protecting and serving. And the people feel a sense of safety when they see uh, policemen that are in the neighborhood and get to know them, and they'll get to know the good actors and the bad actors. And I think they're more effective. Raw numbers of police really don't make a difference in the crime, but it's how you deploy the police that makes the big difference in the crime. And that's not me just saying so. That's the National Association of Police Chiefs. Trenton right now has about twice the number of policemen for a city our size, but yet our crime rate is higher. So it's clear that raw numbers of policemen is not the answer. It's how you use your policemen. And we need police reform here in the city of Trenton to engender a sense of trust with the citizens and the police department. That's why I've always advocated for a civilian review board to make sure we're getting the delivery of police services and that training and police services are delivered to us in the way that we expect. So I'm in favor of a Trenton civilian review board. But none of this works without money. We can have all the aspirations in the world, but if we don't have the money to do it, it's just pie in the sky. Trenton has the ability to meet our financial needs if we as citizens pull together in the form of the Trenton Community Credit Union. Now that's something, I'm the co-chairman of the Board of Incorporators and we formed the Trenton Community Credit Union. If you live, work, or go to school in the city of Trenton, you join our credit union and we can give you all the banking services you get from any other bank. But when it makes a profit, it goes to you. Not some shareholder, not some nebulous owner of the bank will be able to give you those services at a discounted price compared to a commercial bank. And we can focus on the issues here in Trenton. We want to turn these renters into homeowners. We want to fund startups that need help getting off the ground. If you got a little mark on your credit, we can use a rating called EC3, which allows not just your FICO score to evaluate your credit worthiness. It's a commercially acceptable way that the FICO score isn't the final word that you can be evaluated in a way to pay you pay your bills. If you got a steady job and you're reliable, we can approve you by using something like a credit union. Abandoned houses, city of Trenton is the biggest slumlord in the city of Trenton. We have over 3,000 abandoned houses that are not sitting on the tax rolls. They're deteriorating, lowering the value of all the houses around them. 
and become a source of crime and devalues the value of the, of the houses that remain in the neighborhood. We have to do, make a concerted effort to address that particular issue by either tearing down those ones that are not being able to be saved or refurbishing them and then bring them onto the tax roll by selling them to worthy homeowners. That's an important issue because Trenton needs to be revitalized as far as the housing is concerned. Many of the houses were built in the 20s and 40s and they just deteriorated. And we need to work on the quality of life for the people that live in our neighborhood and we need to address that problem. There's ways to do that. We have an ordinance on the books that says property owner must keep its house up to code even if it's empty. And they're fined if they're not. We actually would have raised money for the city if that code was enforced to the degree that it should have been. My understanding is we've lost about $15 million that could have been coming into the city through that particular ordinance, but we haven't collected on them. We simply don't have the personnel and manpower in the Department of Inspections to follow up on these violations and collect the money. So we certainly need to adjust our budget to get more help in the inspections department. I also hear a lot of complaints from business owners and developers that they have to wait a long time to have an inspector come out and sign off on their projects. Uh, I myself experienced a little bit of that when I had a house fire two years ago when I couldn't get the inspector to come to my house to say it was okay for me to go in. I had to spend another week out outside of the house just to get the inspector to come and say it's okay for you to move back in. That's way too long for someone to have to wait for an inspection. It took, I think, 15 minutes. He came and left for me as a homeowner. That was pretty bad. But I hear that from um, people doing construction. I hear that from business owners that they're not getting the proper uh, service from the Department of Inspection. One of the most important things that I, I want to talk about, and that's a property swap. What I'm proposing is if you're a homeowner here in the city of Trenton and there's a new development that you get first dibs on the new property, using your old house as a down payment in the new development. I think that preserves the fabric of the community and guarantees a buyer for that new property. Frank knows me as a reenactor. <laughs> Crossing the Delaware with George Washington, fighting in the Battle of Trenton, Civil War reenacting. He knows me more in my um, reenacting uniform than he does as in me as my civilian clothes. But that's all in an effort to talk about Trenton's place in history. I think that's a very valuable asset to us here in Trenton. That's something that won't leave. That's part of our legacy. Uh, when I first started doing that during Christmas, about 200 people would come out and watch it. Thousands come out now. And if we actually do this right, we can have people come from all over. When I do the crossing in, on Christmas Day in Washington Crossing, Pennsylvania, there's people from all over the world who come there. Last year, there was 4,000 people that watched that. Just as some of the things that I would stand for as a uh, city council person, just want to finally say that I'm always going to stand up for a woman's right to make the choices about her own body. And we're going to work to clean up and beautify our city with the help of the citizens. And I have a whole campaign that I'd like to get going. So. Okay. Well, that was the 10 minutes. Thank you, Algernon. Thank you. I, have, I just want to jump in real quick with just a quick question. You said you started your own credit union. Yes. Trenton Community Credit Union. I would invite everybody in the city of Trenton to go to tccunj.com. Wow. Trenton. Okay. So I, I'm just curious because a credit union that, I mean, you say you have services. I would well, it's not open yet. I'm be clear. We're in, we're in the chartering process. Oh, okay, okay so, you, so you got a charter. Yeah, we're, we're working, working on, on the charter. Uh, we it. haven't been approved yet. We had to first get enough subscribers, and this sure. is why I'm inviting everybody to come. Gotcha. We have to have a certain number of people who would be willing to subscribe. By the way, that's free. Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost anything. But it does. You're indicating that you would be interested in those services, right. and we had to get a certain number. So we've been working on that. We've reached the number, but I want to enhance it even more. Because a credit union, and I know this just from some of the people that I do business with, 
with their services, they try to be all things to all people without matching growth with the expense, which is, would be pretty risky, I would think. So I would just say with the amount of services that you would have, I guess it would be kind of limited if it's a small, if it's a startup, right? Well, I mean, it's a startup, and yeah. so we're not going to be signing million-dollar mortgages in the very beginning. Right. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and it's designed basically to address the needs of the people mm-hmm. in the city of Trenton. Mm-hmm. So one okay. of the first things we do, even people who are in relief, they okay. need banking services as right, well. Right, right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, they can only hold, have a certain amount of money in it, but I've been talking to my good friend, Annette, sure. about exactly what kind of bank account will we have to have for a person who's on relief, and that's what we're working on. Yeah, okay. I've just never heard of somebody basically saying, I'm, I'm starting my own bank. Basically. Well, it's not my own bank, and I don't want it. I don't want to. <laughs> oh, it's uh, not Al's bank? No, it's not <laughs> no, mine. No. It's, <laughs> it's a credit yeah, union. And by the way, we've gotten support of the religious uh, community here in mm-hmm. the city of Trenton. Cool. And uh, a lot of the business community has come okay. on board as well. Uh, and they're, they're all pulling in the same direction right. to provide those kind of services mm-hmm. uh, that we need here in the city of Trenton. And like I said, we're not going to be able, when we first start off, of course you start small and grow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to focus on the things that people here in the city of Trenton need the most first. I think right. it's a wonderful idea. I, I, I can see that working very well like in tandem with your duties as a council person. Mm-hmm. But that being said, I'm going to give this over to Annette. Annette, what do you think of this one? <laughs> well, I certainly support the local uh, community credit union. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's a wonderful idea and I'm familiar with it and I would encourage you again to say the name where they can look at it. You can go on to the web. It's at tccunj.com Trend Community Credit Union New Jersey.com that's Okay. And, and and you can fill out a 10 question questionnaire. It takes all of three minutes and that gives that puts you down a subscriber. And uh, nice. that's what we'd love to have you do. So when we go to the Department of Banking for our charter, we show that we have X number of people who've pledged X number of dollars when we open up and we'll be a viable institution. Oh, for sure. Okay. So let's get with it. <laughs> You're running again. Yes. How many times have you run? Four. This would be the? Fifth. Tell me why you're running. Because I've always felt that you light a candle instead of curse the dark. That if you see a problem, you try to address it as best you can. We haven't had a representative that has worked to what I would hold uh, is the best interest of the North Ward for a very long time. The people that were there were more caretaker than they were activists. The things that I'm proposing, property swaps, credit union, civilian review board, foot patrols, these are all things we've laid before the city council before and more or less been ignored. Okay. And so this this would be your fifth run. You never give up. <laughs> you don't quit. I was waiting for that sentence. <laughs> you never give up. Abraham Lincoln ran for office 11 times he before did. he ever won anything. Wow. Yeah, he did. Wow. That's right. That's right. And they got statues to him and monuments to him. And mm-hmm. he, he, he ran 11 times before he was elected mm-hmm. to office. So, uh, you know. I think I'm, I'm most committed to the idea that you believe in and want to represent democracy here in the city of Trenton. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's important. That's really important. But let's talk about this a little bit. Because on your fifth run and you're winding down, the election is November 8th. Summarize this fifth run for me. Summarize it. From the first run to this run, what have you learned? I've learned that the city of Trenton, the people in it are very good people. Knocking doors, talking to people. These where these ideas come from, by the way. People here in the city of Trenton are very creative, very intelligent. They have answers if you listen. And the process of running for office, you know, you get a chance to, to interact with people more than you would normally. And I learn a lot and it, it makes my love for the city grow even deeper because I, I know the value of the people who live here. Trenton does make and the world takes. 
at what Trenton really makes. Yes, absolutely. There are some phenomenal people here. And unfortunately, the media, the loudest piece of the media, does not represent what's really here in Trenton. Amen. There are some mm-hmm. phenomenal yep. opportunities. You spoke to the history. There are programs. There are people. There are houses. Our housing stock cannot be matched in Mercer County. No. Right. Right. It's not all abandoned property. No. Take a ride around and you'll see, you know, the uh, architect of these houses. Trenton has, was is the capital of New Jersey and at one time was the manufacturing hub for the entire county. Mm-hmm. That's right. And there was great investment That's right. um, in the city of Trenton. And I agree with you 100%. If you look at some of the architecture here in the city of Trenton, it's matchless. The Roebling Complex, there's Trenton Savings Fund Society. Trenton was the birthplace of many of the ideas that have gone out into, into the whole country. Uh, we were the center of attention. You know, Trenton was the capital of the United States for that's it. Right. Yes, that's right. Yes, we do. Yes. So we, we have history here that matches anyone's as far as American history is concerned. And I'm on the Trenton Historical Society board. And we've had stopped the wrecking balls every year mm-hmm. in buildings that we refurbished. And we take the, the money that we raised and we give it to homeowners to fix their homes. Mm, right. wow. Okay. And f- at least four homes a day. And by the way, I want to add, I'm also working with the Choice Neighborhood Program uh, with the Trent Housing Authority. And what we've done on the 600 block of Martin Luther King, we're giving each homeowner a $20,000 grant wow. to fix the front of their home. Wow, that is amazing. Really? That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, we won the New Jersey Smart Growth Award. And I'm very proud of that. And that's going door to door, working with each homeowner uh, to work with them to get them ready for this program. You're going to see a visual change on the, the boulevard. It's a pilot program. Mm-hmm. And we're going to work through it, that throughout the rest of the city using the Trenton Housing Authority leverage that they're able to use with the federal uh, government. So I'm very proud of those kinds that's of great. things. And that's important. And shout out to the Trenton Housing Authority Director. Jelani. Jelani is doing a great job. He's doing a good job. Yes, he is. Let's get a little bit more into the meat of this thing, because you've been out here for five years. You spoke earlier to what you've learned from the people. I want to know what you've learned, you. As a person, again, you don't sit back and complain. You get up and you do something about it. I think that's what distinguishes me from the rest of the candidates. I didn't just start doing this because I was running for office. I do this because that's who I am as a person. You know, I've been on the Trent Historical Society for years. I didn't just start this credit union running for the election. I've been working on this for many years. You realized there was a need. That's Mm -hmm. right. And I don't sit and wait for election time to do this. And this is what distinguishes me. I've been out. I remember when we were having open drug sales on uh, Martin Luther King. I organized my neighbors and we sat out on a corner (laughs) in lawn chairs all night and stop the sales of drugs on our streets. We did that as a community. When they brought contaminated soil over into the construction site of Martin Luther King School, I organized the neighbors, the PTA, we got together, petitioned every level of government, including the governor, to sign an executive order to clean up their contamination. They had to stop the construction of that building, clean up the contamination, rebuild the school. That was $150 million that was spent. But the people in the neighborhood were suffering from that soil. I wasn't waiting for a political campaign. It had nothing to do with politics, but it, had, it did have to do with politics. Because how we got the governor to sign that is that we told him, if you want North Trenton in the next election, you better sign this executive order. Right. And so, yeah, <laughs> we had to use politics, but it wasn't about politics, if mm-hmm. you get my understanding. Mm-hmm. And so you make a good point. Trenton is a phenomenal place. 
And it's clear by virtue of the number of people who come from outside the city into the city to do business. Mm -hmm. They don't come here because they're not making money. I think it's time to flip some of that. Oh, of course. And create more Trenton business owners. Shout out to New Pod City at NewPodCity.com. Thank you. Thank you guys for giving me the mic. I want to sing. <laughs> You're welcome. No, <laughs> we all have, we all have hopes and dreams. <laughs> but we, we need to do more to encourage Trenton residents to open businesses. I'd like to see a black Wall Street mm. in Trenton. Well, I just told you with the uh, credit union. Like using our own money, yeah. mm-hmm. we can focus on our particular needs. Totally. If you got to, but but you have to believe in it too. I mean, you have to use these. By the way, it got started basically because there were large churches here with millions of dollars in these banks, and they wanted to do some building. They went to the bank to get a loan. The bank turned them down. Wow. Yes, they so they wow. said that'll never happen again. That's they right. They said we'll invest our money in in in, in a, a, a institution that we won't have that kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's not just churches. That's what happened in redlining. That's what has hurt our city in in ways that you can't imagine. Even though that's no longer legal, it still is practiced by zip code. They mm. still do it by zip code. They just don't have it written down in black and white. Wow. And so those are the problems that a, a credit union will overcome. And by the way, starting those business houses, what's the hardest thing is do for every entrepreneur is get that startup Start money. Mm-hmm. If we make that minor micro loan in the early part of your business, then you have a ch- at least a fighting chance to get it rolling, get it going. That North Trenton has downtown is part of its part of North Ward, I want to see an entertainment district down there. State jobs and entertainment. And those 11,000 people that come in the city of Trent every day, they go back out. Why? Because there's nothing for them to do after 5 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And we want them to pay a tax. Non-residency tax. Yeah, non-residency. non-residency tax. Right. Absolutely. I, I've been tossing that back and forth in my mind. I, yes and no. There's strong arguments in favor. And I would still like to spin that out to see exactly how that would work. Then I'd like to take the time at some point to spin it out with you. Okay. Because any place else that you live, you pay a non-residency tax. It's not as if you can go and, and live in Pennsylvania and work there and come here and it doesn't cost. That's a right. very strong argument. So, That's in Philadelphia, I mean, a, they pay one, they pay one absolutely. in New York. So those are, those are very strong absolutely. arguments. Well, they these are the tri-states. Mm-hmm. These are the tri-states. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, my, my fear is that it would, it would, it would uh, prohibit, let's say, impede some business. And I, that's, that's what scares me. If I'm convinced that that is something that would could work out and bring revenue to the city and revenue into the city of Trenton, I'm 100 percent. When you think about that impediment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember this. They're using our services. Right. Mm-hmm. For free. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. No, no, yeah. no pushback here. And I and I no. agree with you 100 percent on that it's a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a conversation. It and, and by the way. I think these are healthy conversations. Right, I right. think we bring each other new information, new perspectives, and at the end of the day, we make an agreement. Totally. I, uh, I totally. agree 100% that you know it's about objective analytical. <laughs> I'm going to run <laughs> in this race. I'm going to get in the race. Is it too late? I'm going to run on you two weeks. non-residency tax. <laughs> I got a couple of dead people ever signed your petition. <laughs> we, yeah. Oops. Well, we're not going to do. Sir, Did I just sir. say that? Uh, I don't like when you call me sir. I don't like that at all. <laughs> By the way, this is the baby I would rock. It's a non-residency thing. That's just me. All I'm saying is, let's start it out. Let's use the state workers as the guinea pigs. Let's start it out with them, and then we proceed from there. So what number are you on the ballot? I'm number three in column G. Vote for me. I'm number three in column G. Because Trenton needs confident leaders here on city council. I'm running to make a better Trenton because it's time for a change here. Mm -hmm. You're saying that that change has to begin with the council. I can say that the entire city government could work together better. 38,000 people are listening. Well, what are you going to do? Well, let me tell you, if, uh, 
about the waterworks, which is a hot topic right now. The DEP is coming in to monitor the oversight of the Trenton Waterworks. Right. As I said, I was a research scientist in analytical chem- chemistry for 34 years. And guess whose water I analyzed all the time? New Jersey's. Mm-hmm. So I know that actually Trenton's water, comparatively speaking, is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if everything goes wrong, it's kind of focus on that. And we get the impression that it's so terrible. But, you know, Trenton's water is okay. It's safe to drink. Oh, good but to I know. will be able to take a very close scientific look at what's going on with the water system because I understand it on a professional level. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you bring the skills needed to actually deal with that. Absolutely. See, that's the stuff I'm trying to get to Okay. and get to quickly. So you have skills that would lend to mm-hmm. you being a council member that works in the best interest of the city. Absolutely. It's particularly where water is concerned. But quickly tell me, are you for or against or do you understand the issues confronting St. Francis? Yes. And I heard the arguments that they were presenting regarding the sale of St. Francis. I don't buy all of the arguments that they're putting forward, but I will say this, if what they say they're going to do, they actually do as far as improving capital health to take in those services. We're talking about the cardiac unit. They're talking about adding other units that we don't currently have to the capital health system over there. It softens the blow if they do that. Again, the most important thing about that, those jobs we're gonna lose. And they're not saying what they're gonna do about that. They're saying they're gonna retain some, but that means Middle class, professional level jobs are going to be lost here in the city of Trenton. It's going to undermine our tax base. That's really what bothers me, as, as well as the cardiac unit and just the um, availability of beds. Uh, they're saying, well, so, we've got too many beds. Well, remember that right when you had COVID-19, we, the people were sleeping in hallways. Well, that was all across America. All across America. So well, when yeah. you say we're going to reduce capacity because it's too much, you don't know what's going to happen down the line. And you, you'll wish you had those hospital beds if we see another experience like COVID. Good point. Okay. I think the most important thing to understand, and, and I think you, you kind of hit it, and hopefully we can get back with you again to further this conversation at some point. But the most important thing to remember is we want the services. The most important thing to remember about Mercer is that Mercer and its sale and who owns it is going to be the same presenting issue in this battle with St. Francis. Mm-hmm. We want to keep the certificate of need for the cardiac unit. That's right. We want to work with the uh, governor's wife on pregnant women's services. Prenatal services, yes. Prenatal services. And there's a host of other things we have to do. But understanding it realistically and not making it an emotional political hotball is important because the people in the city only suffer when we give misinformation. That's right. So thanks for being, you know, aware of that. And your conversation. I enjoyed this. I like these lively conversations. Thank you, Aldrin. It's called dialogue. Right. Absolutely. And guess what? I haven't called you any names yet. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do know. (laughs) I used to box, right? That's right. That's why I'm that's right. You my homegirl. We grew up down the street from each other. So I know that. That's right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna start no fight with her. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I this is what I love. I love love the debate, I love the conversation that you can have a conversation, you can disagree, you can chew things over. And no one's no one's you know, better for Al- it. Al- yeah. Al- always been like that, and yeah. that's one of the things. You know, I mm-hmm. know where I can go with him. He's always been that way. He's always been able to have conversations and disagree. And he holds true to one of the things I push the most. A disagreement doesn't have to be about winning or losing. Mm-hmm. It's about educating. That's mm-hmm. right. That's and that's right. where we are. And that's where he's always been. Thanks, right. Aldrin. I always look at what people did for a living. Like you said, you're a research scientist, independent thinker. That's a good quality in the position that you want to take now. Just because you don't have the political experience in the seat doesn't mean that your experience isn't a benefit 
and an asset to that seat. That was very nice for you to say, Christina. I'm just telling I, you. I'm very proud of the fact that I'm first black research scientist for the New Jersey Department of Health. Wow. wow. I, I, I didn't know that. that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I'm very proud yeah. of that fact. Uh, my, my mother would be through the roof. Um, <laughs> she would be. And, yeah. uh, you know, so, but I don't wear it on my sleeve as, as an accomplishment. I, I'm just proud of the fact that I just did the job and I learned from the job right. that you you follow the data. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go with your preconceived idea. Do the measurement, mm-hmm. and it will take you to the answer. And you got to be objective about it because right. many times you think you know the answer in the beginning and do the measurement. It's a completely different thing than what you had assumed in the beginning, and that applies to a lot of the questions that come before city council. I agree. People come in with I preconceived ideas and mm-hmm. assumptions, and then when you look at the data, you find that the answer is this instead of what you thought in the very right. beginning. And you can't be all up in your feelings and your ego to not to want to change your mind because you were wrong in the beginning it it is what it is Mm -hmm. and if you're objective and you're comfortable within your own skin you don't have a problem and it's okay to be wrong it's okay to be wrong exactly and even say oops i was wrong i was wrong about that i've learned something new let's move on to the next yes yes all right podcast here well i will say this much i do know of another skill set that algernon brings to the table that Mm -hmm. he wears on his sleeve quite literally and that is of a reenactor Mm -hmm. what he can do to help the marketing of trenton and i know Mm -hmm. that has been singing about we've been singing about for years is the marketing of the city with his vast knowledge of the history mm-hmm. of this town. Yes. Like he said in the beginning, Trenton is not only the capital of the state of New Jersey, it was at one point the capital of the country. Right. Right, this right. is where it all happened. I like what Will Fosky always says. He says, yeah, Trenton has the history, but Philly wrote the trademark. We're People taking it back. Liberty, but we're taking it back. <laughs> you hear that, Philly? Look out, Philly. We're taking it back. Anyway, nothing against Philly, but you know what I mean. <laughs> But thank you, Algernon. That was awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me. And this has been yet another candidate episode of Trenton Waves. And remember the great words of Mr. Mike Tyson. Everyone's got a plan until, until they, they get, get punched, punched in the face. Sasso's out. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.